Check this out. We got a great show coming your way today. Are we ready? Woo! He's a wonderful voice. He's the best of the best of the best. I love you. <laughs> Online now. You're locked into All the Bits with Finch. Don't go anywhere. My next guest has got almost $2 million in salaries as a result of her resume writing and interview coaching knowledge, ladies and gentlemen. She's the author of the best-selling book, The Resume Doctor, and she's here tonight to help you with your Ellen resume. The peek through is right now. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? The resume doctor is here, Leslie Jackson. What's going on, Leslie? Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you great. Okay. Can great. you hear me? Yes. <laughs> All right. So you are you have been duped the resume doctor. What a name to have. Uh, in this great state of uh, uh, the world that's sitting in right now, man, what a great name to have. Now, how did you become the resume doctor? Well, I'm self-proclaimed. No, <laughs> I stayed at a Holiday Inn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm an executive assistant by trade. And after 30 plus years of, you know, people asking, hey, can you proof this for me? You know, I'm um, retired military. I'm about to you know, transition, can you proof this for me? Or even in some of my civilian jobs, just people transitioning, looking over their resumes and somebody offering to actually pay me for it. I was like, oh, I'm pretty good at this. And then, wow. um, you know, just kind of built from there. Okay, okay. So, so I read that you have, and you probably want to turn your volume down so we don't hear the feedback. Um, so I, I read that you have, Gone over well, almost two million dollars in salaries. Now, a lot of people watching here tonight across the globe is like, "Oh, wait a minute, what does that mean?" So, let's talk about that because you have some very insightful, uh, strategic tips to help people get their resume off the gurney. <laughs> because Lord knows, my resume been on the gurney for a lot of years, man. Um, so, so let's talk about, let's talk about that. Your, some of your strategies and how you help people. What are some of the things you find commonly wrong with people when it comes to their resume? One of the main things that I find is that people put everything they've ever done in their entire life on the resume. Well, you, you're and not supposed to do that. What, what, no. what? <laughs> you only want to put the information that pertains to the particular job that you are applying to. Ah. HR personnel only have six seconds to two minutes to read over your resume. So if they have to try to filter through what they're looking for, they're pretty much going to put that resume to the side. So so the, the key is do not put every job you've ever had on the resume. Only jobs that pertain to that particular job you may be applying for? Yes. And you only want to go back 10 years at the most. You want to go back 10 years. So... How, how many jobs should a person have listed on a resume? Mm, well, it depends. We're the era that we're in now. People job hop a lot. So it's kind of expected that you would have at least three to five jobs. But those of us who are a little bit more seasoned and more loyal to companies may stay with the company the entire our entire career and just uh, laterally move within the company. 
Okay. Okay. So you say three that to five. Needs to be broken down on the resume. All right. So three to three to five jobs. Um, now we have some questions in there. Is it okay if we take questions while we talk sure. as well? Okay, so there, here's a question right here. Are cover letters important? Yes, cover letters are important, especially if you are in a more professional or technical career field that you're trying to apply to. You want to have a cover letter. It introduces you. It tells them a couple of highlights that preferably should not be in the actual resume um, that are your most recent accomplishments. So no, no cut and pasting is what you're saying? <laughs> no, preferably not. Okay. So, so, so you're saying uh, a cover letter, do you need that if you're applying to be a stripper for the blind? (laughs) (laughs) I I need to know. I'm asking for myself. Well, listen, if you dance for Drake or somebody, you know, you may want to highlight that in the cover letter. (laughs) (laughs) So if if you're not applying for a dancing job, I probably shouldn't put former stripper for the blind on my resume, huh? Probably not. Probably not. Okay. So what are some of the strong points that a person want to highlight? How do they highlight strong points on their resume so that they get noticed by employers? Anything that saves the company time, talent, or resources, you want to highlight that. If you've saved your company money, because we companies are you know in the business to make money and you've saved them some, if you save man hours by reducing or streamlining processes, um, things like that stand out. If if there was an audit or an inspection and you got an excellent rating you, and you were key to that inspection, you want to highlight that. Okay. All right. So, so, so when we talk about now, do you fix broken resumes or do you just come in and do an overhaul and renovate? And it's like home improvement or something like that. HGTV. <laughs> yes. And yes, <laughs> I fix broken resumes and I build them from scratch. Okay. And if someone wanted to, let's say people listening to us across the country, watching us right now live, and they're saying, hey, I've been applying for, I've applied for a hundred jobs during the pandemic and I haven't gotten a call back. I haven't received anything from any of the jobs. What would you say could be a problem with their resume? More than likely it's a skill level. It's verbiage. It's being generic about, you know, just putting down your like you can have a job application and it says whatever it says. And you just tell what you did, but you don't say the impact of what you did. So you're just basically have a job description on your resume. It's not telling them anything about what you did and why they should hire you over anybody else. Okay, All right. Now, somebody's I think somebody's here for you. The Gilliams are here. You know them? <laughs> it's a lot of people here for me. <laughs> oh, oh, a lot of people are here for you. Okay. Thank you. All. Thank you. <laughs> You're like, they all here for me. Okay. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like coming by the club. They came by the club to see me. I'm performing tonight. You know? <laughs> all right. Is, is a two page resume too long? That's another question that someone is asking. It depends on what the job is. You, your, your goal is to get your foot in the door for the interview. And with HR managers only having six seconds to two minutes, that one page highlighting is what's going to get you in the door. However, if you are in a technical field, a medical field, a federal government job, they are expecting you to have uh, one more than one page. So okay. So, 
it always depends on what type of job you are applying for. So if you're applying at Walmart, your resume should be what be simple. Well, it depends. Are you plan, uh, applying to management at Walmart or just as a cashier? Just want to stock the gum in the aisles between the aisle thing. That's all. Well, it, if you've had a lot of stocking jobs and you've done well, then you want to put all those jobs on. You just whatever you're applying to, that's what you want to highlight. So, so how how would someone highlight stocking capabilities in a resume? Well, there's different ways to stock. You know, you made sure everything was front facing. You made sure like items were on the shelf. You make sure that the more popular items are at eye level so they could be seen. You stayed late to stock. Um, you had everything restocked after inventory. You know, there's. Look at you. You, know, you, you said. Put the toys away when you were a kid. You have stocking experience. <laughs> she used the term, ladies and gentlemen, front facing. That lets you know you went to public school. They don't teach that. Okay. Front facing. All right. So if you if you guys are just tuning in, we got the resume doctor here. Leslie Jackson is here. If you have a question, you can type it in the chat. We can see your questions. I'll ask them as they come in. Uh, just make sure you type them in the chat. I see someone with the hand raised. Uh, yes, uh, I know the Gilliams. Sorry. You know the Gilliams, okay? Because they were about to revoke your, your holiday pass or something. So you, they were like, "Hey, the question was," and I, it was probably your uncle. Probably is that, is that your uncle? That's my sister. Oh, it's just <laughs> yeah. Your invitation just got revoked. Okay. All right. So, uh, Alethea Parker, I think that's your name. You have a you have your hand raised. What's your question? Go ahead and type it in the chat. And uh, I'll ask it for you. So, so let me see here. I see a lot of y'all in here. So, so, what could be the worst thing that is on a resume? Oh, what's the worst thing you've seen? Your age. Don't put your age on. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Uh, worst thing, well, because there's laws against age discrimination, and you don't want anybody to discriminate you against you because of that. Okay. Um, I think incomplete information is probably the worst thing. Um, I'm an admin, so typos, you know, really stick out to me specifically. And then again, having things on your resume that don't pertain to the particular job that I'm looking to hire you to do. Okay. 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 So, so you don't want to put things that are outdated. You don't want to put things that may uh, not present you in the best light. And you want to make sure that it is concise and it is tailored towards the job you are applying for and not a generic. Now, does that mean someone needs to create multiple resumes? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And you should have a binder um, to keep track of the you should have a binder with the job description and the resume that you sent into that company so you can keep track. When you're looking for a job, that can be your job. Like you can spend eight hours a day looking for a job. Lord Jesus, eight hours a day. <laughs> Good gracious. Especially in these times, you know, it's a, it's a full-time job trying to find a, a full-time job in these in so, these times. You talked about a binder. People still printing out paper? <laughs> but listen, I'm old school and, you know, the internet goes down occasionally, you know, intentionally or unintentionally. And so, I always say, you know, the power goes out sometimes. You might want to have a backup. Might want to have a backup. So any papers. What if you don't have a printer? 
the library is free. Well, or maybe five or ten cents a page, but you can Not go right now. That. The library is closed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pandemic. You it. I'm not sure. Find a way if you want a job. You know that that shows uh <laughs> you know enthusiasm, resourcefulness. <laughs> All right, so uh, here's a question here. You can see it on the screen. How do you go about things that are negative that may come up about a previous employer? That's a great question. You want to frame it as positive as possible. One of the uh, phrases that I like to use is growth opportunity. So right. if I'm speaking negatively, I talk about the growth opportunity. Growth opportunity. So use that in a sentence. I, I want to hear this. <laughs> so um, I had a growth opportunity with a former coworker that allowed us the opportunity to communicate and have some healthy conflict resolution to resolve the best way to. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, yo, you are good. I can see why they get a resume done. Did y'all hear the terms and the words to you? Those are college words now. Private school. Private school. All right. Somebody else asked, uh, this might be your sister. If she doesn't know this, the answer to this question, that tells me y'all are not talking. Do I really need a cover letter? It depends on the job. More professional, technical, medical field, federal government, you absolutely need a cover letter. Okay. Or curriculum vitae as some some in the education field, I think that's what it's called. Now, now you are uh, you are like myself in in regards you are a word alchemist. You're a word smith. So you can come up with words fairly quickly. But what about the novice person who may not be that articulate with their words? How would you suggest they go about describing some of the things you just described? Uh, thesaurus.com. Leslie, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're giving, you giving them three, four jobs. They got to work three, four jobs. They, they looking for a job right now. Um, well, I mean, thesaurus gives you synonyms. So if you want to, you know, if, if you want to use a word multiple times, but not the same word, thesaurus.com, the internet makes it impossible, in my opinion, to remain ignorant. You can find out anything you need to. Of course, nowadays you may have to fact check it to make sure that it's true, but um, you can find out um, just about anything you need to on the internet. All right. So, so. Oh, you can hire me. You can hire me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you can hire you to, to, to help you. Now, if, if people do want to uh, get in contact with you for some of your services, how may they do that? I am. I have my own website, LeslieLaray.com. All things me. Um, res the Resume Doctor 757 on Instagram and The Resume Doctor on Facebook. Or the Resume Doctor. All right. Yes. So here's a question that's come in here. Uh, should you contact hiring supervisor prior to applying for positions or should you solely depend on your resume? Pri Can you post that, put that back up again? I'm sorry. Sure. Prior to applying for the position. Yeah. Should you contact the hiring supervisor prior to that's sort of what the cover letter is for to let them know that, you know, you're interested in the position. Um, I wouldn't say unless you have like a personal rapport with them probably not because most hiring managers it's a it's a generic email you really have to do your research to find the actual person but they, they they've, they've gone through they've done these 20 hours that you suggested earlier in the research department and, and they, and they have the, the supervisor's name and private phone number should they contact them 
<laughs> I would say send the resume. I would say send the resume. They're not confident about the resume, Leslie. <laughs> they want to call because they voice. They got I would the just send the resume unless I had a personal relationship with the person. Okay. <laughs> okay. So so they they're saying this. They're they're saying contacting the uh hiring supervisor because they want to ask questions regarding the position. Quite, uh, what kind of questions? Because <laughs> everything Claudine, you need to know, Claudine, what kind of question? <laughs> everything you need to know should be in the want ad for the most part. So it's a it should be something in that want ad in that employment announcement that piques your interest to say, hey, maybe I want to apply to this job. The questions, any questions that you have would probably should be asked during the interview. If you're just joining us, we're talking to the resume Dr. Leslie Jackson. She's here. She's giving out some tips on how you can help your ailing resume, uh, how you can resuscitate it, get it off the gurney, and bring it back to life so you can get a job right now during the pandemic. I'm going to call Leslie when it's over with because I need a better radio job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. So I don't know. So, so now. Do you have any events or anything upcoming that people should be aware of during this pandemic? Are you still, you know, out and about? Yes, I'm 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 out. I'm out and about. I'm working on a some virtual book signings and an actual drive-through book signing. I don't have my dates firmed up yet. I do have another um uh, radio interview Friday. That date also is not firmed up. But uh I'm around and I'm definitely on Amazon.com for the resume doctor. Get that book right now, ladies and gentlemen, Amazon.com. Now, now, Leslie, you said that like, like you was about to get a date or something. You know, I'm around, you know, if you need this, come, come check me out. Now I'm going to be over here over on Sigma now, you know. Now, now Leslie, what, what area are you in? What area? I'm in Norfolk, Virginia. Norfolk, Virginia. Shouts out to Norfolk, Virginia. That's so been a while since I've been that place. Two up, two down, all that other stuff they say. <laughs> I'm originally from Kansas City, but I've been here since 2005. So technically, I'm a Virginian. Okay, we got one more question here. Do you think 49 is too old to go back to school for a master's degree? Uh, school is never out. Um, you can always, there's never too late to get your education, never too late to change careers, you know, whatever. As long as you're breathing, you still have opportunities. So. Yeah. And, and I think that's something that people people should be aware of. You know, I think if nothing else has us during the pandemic is we all are uh, dispensable or disposable in some sense. And it's OK to shift and go in a different direction. You know, I always say you got to get your ass off the fence so you can be a better person. So, you know, it's like right now it's a time for you to, to do just that, you know, Absolutely. Um, because. The way people act out in the world, Corona ain't going nowhere no time soon. <laughs> Absolutely, this is the new. This is the. This is normal. This is normal. If you're waiting this to go back normal. to what what happened before March, not happening. This is your new normal. So yes, I think that this situation has produced a lot of entrepreneurs. It's produced a lot of stay-at-home mom and or dads. Um, it's produced career changes. Um, a lot. I think a lot of good has come out. Of, of this as well. People have learned what they can and can not live without. Prayerfully, they've learned how to budget. <laughs> um, <laughs> if not, and how to pivot, how to pivot. You know, I, I have another business and that was face to face and we had to pivot uh, to online. So, yes. All right. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, Leslie Jackson is here tonight. Thank you so much if you just joined us and you have some questions. You can always ask your questions. Um, we always email questions to our, I guess, if questions were received after they had come on. So you can do that. Uh, also, make sure you are subscribing to the YouTube and make sure you are clicking on the notification bell so that you are alerted every time Off the Fence with Finch goes live or posts a video. Leslie, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to have you back on uh, probably in January when we do another um, show on resume. So hopefully you are available. You might be booked and busy. Yeah. <laughs> and guys, go buy her book right now. It's called The Resume Doctor. Tell them about your book right now and where they can find it. My book is available on my personal website, lesslielaray.com. If you want it autographed, if you just want to get it on Kindle, uh, you can get it on amazon.com. It is a very short read. It was uh, the number one in uh, under under one hour for uh, job resumes and workplace reading. Uh, it's large print, even though it's a small book. So when you get it, my mom, she said, I'm going to it's probably going to be small print. And then she opened it and was pleasantly surprised. So she gave me a good review on Amazon. So <laughs> <laughs> your mother did, huh? <laughs> My mom did. Yes. <laughs> so it's very, it's very informative, even though it's, it's small, it's to the point, it's technical, but it's simple. Um, and think about your high school seniors, because again, everybody's not going into the military. Everybody's not going into college. People are going straight yeah. into the workforce. People are coming out of situations where they maybe have been at home. Maybe they're coming out of domestic violence situation. Maybe they're coming out of incarceration. This book is for them. So think about those people. It's for everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, Leslie Jackson, the resume doctor. Make sure you guys check her out. Up next, we have Linnell Barrow. She's coming here to talk to you guys about some do's and don'ts for job interviews when we come back. One of these tax prep services lets more people file for free. Is it TurboTax or H&R Block Online? We may never know. More people can file free with H&R Block Online and TurboTax. It's better with Block. 